Mercury, Mercury Stardust She's a beacon of hope in the darkest night Mercury, Mercury Stardust She'll teach you how to make it all alright Hey there, hi, my name is Mercury and I'm the trans handyman My pronouns are she, her, and I teach compassionate DIY We're here to help renters, LGBTQIA members, and anyone who's feeling left out in a DIY space Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals, thank you for listening to this episode of the Handy Ma'am Hotline. As always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Maggie Conrad. Hello. And my wonderful second co-host, who is also the audio person, the wonderful Matthew Ellen Hag. Hello. <laughs> always. <laughs> always so much energy with Maggie, and also, like, always like he just woke up out of bed. Like, if I didn't know he was behind the door right now working, right now, I thought he would be, like, at home sleeping in his PJs. <laughs> you just woke him up. Uh, to be fair, if I wasn't here working, I would be at home sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Matthew? I appreciate that honesty, buddy. Hey, Maggie, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? This is your first podcast, and what it feels like. A yeah. month, yeah. right? It's it has been, been a couple weeks. It has been a couple weeks. Yeah. We haven't had you back since uh, you and I were at VidCon, buddy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Really quickly, Maggie, with two sentences. <laughs> I know. I just <laughs> want you all to know. I know ahead of time that putting Maggie on spot <laughs> is not a good idea. But we are She's just. She's rambling to give me some uh, yes! time. <laughs> Maggie! Yes. Maggie knows. I'm literally rambling in order to give you a minute or two. No, okay, here we go. So Maggie, give me like a, a sentence, uh the two sentence max. <laughs> How the last month has been for you. Two sentence max. Well, there's one. <laughs> I know. Okay. I would say that it has been both probably like the most thrilling period of growth in our business, but also the most terrifying. So, yeah. Thrilling and terrifying. That was a run on <laughs> Two words. That was a run on <laughs> sentence if I've ever heard any. That was like, that was so many commas were in there. <laughs> well, I did one. And you also said period, and I was like, oh, is this like, is this like grammar period? Or are you just like saying the word period? <laughs> so funny. I love you. But that all being said, Maggie, we have had some wild times yeah. in the last like couple of weeks. It's, honestly, it's been the whole year has been kind of like yeah. not so fucking but so. But all of that being said, Maggie, I would love to answer some wonderful DIY questions with you. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Are we ready to do this thing? I'm a little out of practice, but I'm okay. here. Okay, Maggie. <laughs> I'm ready. Maggie, you know how this goes, okay? <laughs> I'm going to be asked five questions, and I'm going to do the best I can in order to answer those five questions. There's going to be some antics along the way. There are going to be some sassy remarks. There's going to be me probably shitting on a landlord. There's going to be... <laughs> some Googling. There's going to be some Googling. <laughs> That we never tell the audience. <laughs> but there's going to be some Googling. And there's also going to be a lot of laughter and probably some farts that Matt has to cut out. So, yep. Maggie, are you ready for the very first question of the day? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hi there. My name is Monica. And my pronoun is she, her. And I have a problem where sometimes my bathroom will, like, it starts to smell from the sinks, I guess. And I feel like have a double vanity and I'll try to put water in both of those to make sure that's not coming up and that sometimes seems to help but I'm just and sometimes I'll do the washing turn on the washing machine and that will 
start to make it smell. So I was curious if there was any ideas of what I should do. Do I need to clean out the pee traps regularly or what do I need to do? Thanks a bunch. Bye. Well, hello, Monica. Thank you for asking mm-hmm. such a great question. You were my favorite person on the show, friends. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> but all that being said, I believe very strongly that there is a clog that's yep. forming in there, yeah. in there, right? We've talked extensively about clogs here, but here's smell itself is one of the things that'll do it. Now, it's going to depend. If it smells like rotting eggshells or rotting egg, mm-hmm. right? That can often be something around the lines of like, you know, a bad hair clog that's mm-hmm. really stinky and smelly. Boy, th- that will cut, catch a lot of grime and stuff. And I, I can't tell you how often that smells like rotting something. Yeah. But then, on the flip side, if it smells like sewage, then you might have a bigger issue. Mm-hmm. It might be something wrong with your pee trap. There could be sewage could be coming up. You know, mm-hmm. it could be an early sign of larger problems. If you are smelling it when you are running your washer, that's not abnormal. That is mm-hmm. that, you know, a lot of times that will actually exacerbate the issue. And that's when you know there's probably a clog, maybe like 10 feet down the drain. Yeah, it doesn't it mean it's a little further down? Yeah, it might be like 10 to 15 feet. Mm-hmm. Depends. It was really hard to know because I don't know how far away the washer is to the connection right. to. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes if you're in an apartment, you could be right next to each other. You know what I mean? Like right now, mine is. Oh, that's uh, right. yeah. You know, but, but in some people's places, it might be a whole across the whole house or something or in a whole different area. So I don't know. When those intersection pipes hit it, or at what point do they hit the stack? You know what I mean? But if you turn it on, and within, like, two seconds, it's smelling right away. Well, I mean, that clog ain't that far away. Sure. You know what I mean? That clog is pretty darn close if it's causing that kind of problem. So, this is what my thought process would be. I would take the P-trap off. I don't think you were wrong, Monica. I think starting there is always a good place. I don't think you got to do it regularly, like every two to three weeks kind of thing. I don't <laughs> think that's the, the, the thing I would do. I would say, well, take it off by the P-trap. Make sure you put a bucket under there. Mm-hmm. And then get yourself some type of, like, pistol grip hand auger. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend the corporate skinny drain cleaner for this one. I would recommend something that had at least 25 feet to it. I think you want to max it out as much as you can. If you have an electric one or access to an electric auger, probably going to be easier. But a pistol grip hand auger can be attached to a drill, and you can turn it into electric auger, and that oh, makes like it a, like a drill bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah, yeah, because the back of a pistol grip hand auger is a drill bit, right? So you can just you know you grab onto it with your drill, and then you you just spin. It's fun watching it, <laughs> but boy, if it clubs you in the wrong way, that hurts your knuckles. But all that being said, I believe that if you do that. You will probably find some type of clog. Now you're gonna if you find a clog, go back down and try it again. Mm. I would I would suspect that there's like clogs forming and there's like chunks of stuff. Not gonna be fun. If you are someone who's squeamish, 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 squeamish. Yeah, if you're someone who does not like smelly smell stuff, <laughs> then I would highly recommend wearing at least a mask, if not a respirator. Mm-hmm. I would also say bust out that uh, Febreze and bust out that <laughs> candle. That makes a world of difference when you're yeah. doing it. When your space smells a little better, and then you bring it in, the, it's a little 
easier to handle. Yeah, we've pulled out some stinky clogs before. I, I will say it's not fun. <laughs> having a bucket with a little bit of bleach mm-hmm. and a little mm-hmm. bit of like, you know, water in it. Sure. You can just dump it in right away. That does help too. That will cut some of that smell real quick nice. and prevent it from like really killing you. You got to deal with bleach then. But like at least it's... You know, somewhat manageable. Yeah, I mean, it it might make you gay when you blow it up, but then you get you get a moment. But if you you deal with bleach and or any chemicals, make sure you are wearing eye protection too, because Mm -hmm. splash could happen. But all that being said, make sure that you take the tip of the pistol grip hand auger, as I always say, in that first like, you know, quarter of an inch, uh, the the first like half inch to an inch, bend at a forty-five degree angle. That when you're spinning the pistol grip hand auger, what you're doing is then pulling down the wire or the cable further down the the drain. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing the 25 feet, that helps. If you get stuck, okay. Now, when you're dealing with a 25 foot auger, you could get stuck. Okay, patience. Don't jerk. Don't mm-hmm. pull. Mm-hmm. That would make things worse. What you want to do is spin. Just spin in reverse. And let it work itself out, okay? You put it in reverse, and you just spin it. Either you do it by hand flip or you do it by drill. It. You flip it, and you reverse it. Something, <laughs> something, next verse, okay? <laughs> but that that's what I would do. Yeah. Maggie, do you have any hints or suggestions? Uh, no, that was pretty much what I was thinking, too. Taking uh, off the P-trap, going I, in. Yeah, I think what you could say is, in this instance, you could try... Some combination with, like, vinegar and stuff like there. Just to, mm-hmm. you know, like, baking soda and vinegar down your sink. I'll give that a try. That's, like, the least likely to 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 make you regret the decision later on. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, like, work and then all of a sudden that's in your P-trap. It's not, like, yeah. the worst thing in the world. I would definitely not use Drano. I would definitely not use those kind of stuff. If you are someone who just, I can't, I can't take it apart in Mercury. I can't do it. I think as a hair clog. So I'm going to say 100% lie. Oh, any product sure. any product that is 100% lie, like thrift, that's lie being L-Y-E, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Any product that's 100% that, that dissolves. Mm-hmm. So like it's like a whole bunch of little capsules mm-hmm. and stuff that like you pour it, it, you know, around the drain or in the drain. And then you run water and it, it reacts with the water. And that stuff cuts hair down pretty good like that will nice. eat the hair up yeah so i say that i say if you need to i like to give that option out there but i would really strongly suggest you go to pistol grip hand auger that's gonna be you know you could be doing the thrift and then you it, it could be making the problem so much worse mm. because if you make if you loosen the clog up and then you send it down the drain it goes further down yeah it goes yep. further Catches down a bigger and not, clog later it, on. yeah yeah it, yeah and if you keep doing it you can do something called a fatberg. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and we've <laughs> talked about fatbergs before, but yeah. fatbergs, you know, a lot of people associate them with wet wipes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that can be, but they, they're they not just wet wipes. They're, oh, sure. they're a, a lot of stuff. They're all the things. <laughs> wet wipes definitely don't help, yeah. right? But a fatberg is... It's like the rat king of... Oh, clogs. Yeah, and <laughs> the last thing you want is a fatberg yeah. forming in your stack. Your stack is the last pipe, essentially, leading up to the sewage line for the most part, right? right. The stack is your safe haven. You want that. And the staffs are pretty fucking big. It takes a lot to clog those damn mm-hmm. things. Man, if you, ah, uh, stacks, 
the clog on a stack is a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. So I would stay away. From. No fatbergs. Yeah. So, but if you really need to, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I I'm going to support you and where you're at. And I think the 100% lie products are good. Stay away from liquid heats. Mm. Stay away from high acid stuff. If it's like high burning acid that can give you hives when you open it, I know that because I literally am allergic to a lot of those. Oh shit! Uh, I can't I can't open them because yeah. I'll break out in hives instantly. Crazy. Yeah, very crazy. But a lot of that kind of stuff just does not eat hair, anyways. Mm. It'll eat up crystallized urine, like, uh, or it'll eat up like some bacteria really well. That could help the smell, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think that's necessary. Usually, the hair clogs. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: after you pull the clogs out and the water runs fine, if it, if everything runs well, that's when you pull your Drano down it. Oh, after sure. you, after you run the auger and all that, and it doesn't work, uh, or or it does work and it pulls something out, then throw Drano down it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? To kind of. Just clear the gunk after yeah, the hair's been removed. Yeah, like Drano is great for cleaning it. If you know there's not a clog, you don't need to even worry about it eating through cast iron. Right. Because like the problem when when it's in older pipes, right, is if it hits the clog and it eats at the clog, it's also eating at the pipe. Oh, right. Sure. So yeah. if it's just running through it, yeah, I mean, it's not going out, but it's not the worst thing in the world. It can be really bad if it has to hit a clog. Yeah. But, like, I would say in that instance, that's when you can use those acid kind of stuff. If you really want to, just wear the proper PPE and take care of yourself. But, like, the the liquid fire and stuff, that's good after you do all the other mm-hmm. stuff and you run hot water for a little bit. But always, always dilute it afterwards. You let it, you know, you read the back of it, right? And if it says do it after 20 minutes, you do it after 20 minutes. Yeah. That is not... Like, oh, I can wait an hour. Don't wait an hour. <laughs> Always dilute it. Do what it says. Yeah, if it says yeah. dilute after 10 minutes or something, dilute it. And I would dilute it at nine minutes. I'm I'm that serious about it. Mm. I think that stuff can really cause problems. So beware. Better safe than sorry. Anyways, I, I think, think that was a pretty thorough answer. You know what? You gave a lot of options. I there. gave so many <laughs> options. I did real good. Maggie, you and I are just a well-oiled machine. And I got to tell you. We haven't done like a like a full pledge show since you've been gone, Maggie. Yeah, we've been like kind of cobbling these shows together a little <laughs> bit, um, and I've been dealing with people who I don't want. I don't want to place blame or anything. But um, I would say Danny's a little fear fry show for Happy Meal, uh, <laughs> and Basil's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Okay, so I'm just saying. Um, between the three of us, I'm somehow we're, the normal one. We're back to uh, normal now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We go, we're, you and I are well on a mission. I want you to know. I I know that Basil's listening to this right now. I know Basil is, and I'm just so happy that they're gonna walk into my office and they're gonna stare at me and be like. Mm-hmm. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I said what I said, buddy. <laughs> He's going to be so mad. <laughs> okay. That being said, are we ready for the next question? Number two. Number two. Hi, my name's Claire, and my pronouns are she, her. And I have a question about plumbing. My toilets do not flush properly, and... I believe that they are not vented. I've looked online to see how to vent a toilet, and everything I can find is about installing brand new toilets from scratch, and I don't know how to vent a toilet that is already installed. When you flush the toilet, 
the water flows, but it seems like it's reluctant to go down, and oftentimes the toilet paper will just pop right back up. We've been quoted $20,000 to redo the plumbing in our entire house, which we don't want to pay, so instead we've resorted to just using a bucket of water to add that extra flush to make sure things go down. We bought this house from people who flipped it, and there are a number of things that were installed improperly. I even found that the bathtubs do not have the proper plumbing connection from the overflow to the drain so that if the bathtub overflows, the water's just going to go straight into the core space under the house. This is another area that I could use help with. I'm looking forward to hearing your answer on the podcast. Thanks so much. Bye. Okay, Claire, this was a very interesting one. It was so interesting that we weren't really quite sure what the answer was at all. I looked at Maggie. Mm -hmm. We had a panic attack that we were out of our death. We paused the show. We did some hunting. We re-listened to the question. I mean, this was like a rinse and repeat situation here. And this is what we're going to tell you. I think I'm going to have Maggie kind of lead with the information Maggie was kind of telling me. Right? Is that okay, Maggie? Yeah. Uh, And then I will kind of chime in here. So for those who don't know, venting is not a, like a, a thing you do everywhere, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we certainly, I have not encountered venting myself very often. But that isn't actually the only problem here. We're also talking about there being a problem with the overflow. Now, if it, I'm guessing you have been in the crawl space in order to mm-hmm. know for sure that it's, that's, that's what it's doing. But if you could just tell that it's definitely doing that, but and you don't see anything that's connected, I would still go underneath there and see what actually is going on and see if there's something you can connect. All that being said, the reason why I bring that up is because I want Maggie to share this information. So Maggie, tell them what you told me when we weren't recording. Yeah, so I found a source that was talking about venting, and they're based out of Orange County here in the States. But they were saying that it sounds like it it is a clog that may need to be snaked out that's preventing, you know, the airflow. Yeah. But that if there is missing or clogged or, you know, if there's a missing vent, then that does require kind of like opening up the wall yep. or the floor and would require a professional plumber. Yeah, because you got to go through the subfloor mm-hmm. and everything at that point, too. And that becomes difficult. So, like, if you don't have a whole lot of room underneath, because you talked about having a crawl, crawl space, space and everything, I think that you're definitely going to have a harder time than you would want to in that space to make mm-hmm. it work. But, And you, God forbid they would need to tear up a lot more of the flooring, right? Yeah. God forbid that would have to be what they did. But this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say from what you're telling me and stuff, I think that there is something going on underneath. We can't deny that with the overflow. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you live. That really makes yeah. a lot of this... By your accent, I would say, maybe not the States, right? Mm -hmm. But I, because I don't know where you live, I actually cannot really help you as much as I wish I could. And the reason why I say that is because plumbing is innately different in different regions of the world. Yeah. And what is maybe true here in the Midwest might not be true in the East Coast, West Coast, South, or even UK, Australia, or Canada. Right. Right, like it could be widespread or island or anywhere. You know what I mean? Like it literally could be different anywhere you are. And I'm not positive that what I'm about to say to you would be right. Right. But this is what I would suggest. I would think that if this is a clog that is affecting your toilet, right? You mentioned how 
You actually have to add a bucket Mm -hmm. in order to make it happen. Now, Maddie said something very smart. Matt, uh, I think it was Matt, or was it you, Maggie? Someone said off air that it was like it sounds like a low flush situation. Was that you, Maggie? Oh, uh, I was talking about how in the UK they have the toilets that have two buttons: one for yes. low flush and one for high flush. If there's a clog mm-hmm. and you're having an issue with with this flushing situation, there could generally be like. If you don't have enough pressure to get through that clog, right. even if there's a small clog, that could be causing the problem. So I would say a toilet auger would be the very first thing I would do. I would get yourself a closeted auger. That's not an auger that has a sexual identity crisis. That's an auger that is like literally like hooded that pops in. That joke never gets old, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, that's a, 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 a auger that has a special kind of hood. That you can slam it up and down and try to and spin and try to get it down there. If you look up toilet auger, it usually comes yeah. up. It's pretty hefty. And I also have a video on my TikTok and my Instagram. If you type in toilet auger mercury stardust, you will see something like that. Now, the, all that being said, you might not get it with a toilet auger because that's only first like three to four feet. Okay. It might be farther down. I don't know. I would think it's maybe not, but I don't know how big or wide your pipes are either. If you're in a trailer, that's different. Mm-hmm. You know, when you say crawl space, you could also be talking trailer. I mean, there's so many different aspects here. Yeah. I don't know for sure what the the scenario is here. So I'm going to say you could also get a really thick, you know, auger from like a hardware store. You can rent those out. Mm-hmm. You want to get an electric auger. Yeah. Uh, not an electric hand auger, but electric, yeah. like big, beefy fucking auger. And be careful. All that being said, you could do a lot of damage. Uh, we've also had a plumber come out and do that yeah. for us for just a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, that's cheaper. But again, how yeah. one was that, Maggie? Was that a while ago? Uh, probably about two years ago. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, if it's p- post-COVID? I think it's during COVID. Okay. I, yeah. It's wild how cha- fast change yeah. yeah i oh, think, it was, like, I think it was like the beginning of COVID, so it was like three years ago <sighs> yeah i mean a, a lot of trades people have left the industry uh, sure. um a lot of trades people have switched industries that's true so i mean you're having way more problems finding plumbers now i'm trying to find a plumber right now for red clover a wonderful mm-hmm. partially indigenous run tattoo shop in madison that my spouse mouse works at i'm trying to i was helping them trying to find a plumber not 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 a great, great success <laughs> we had a terrible situation mm. With a plumber that I've I've known for a long time. So all that being said, it's very dicey right now finding a plumber for an affordable price. They'll quote you twice as high as they should for a problem that's going to take them 45 minutes to do. So Mm. pretty frustrating sometimes. But anyways, what I'm trying to say about all this is I can't give you a great definite answer. I think what we've talked about maybe might send you in the right direction. But I think all points end up calling a professional. Yeah. And, ah, boy, I hate that. I hate that answer. I wish there was a magical wand one I could give you here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, th- Maggie, Maggie or Matthew, is there anything I'm missing? Is there anything that we could give here? Any guidance or anything that we can direct them in that I'm missing out on? I mean, the only thing that I can think of is, like, are they talking about that their stack isn't vented? Like, do, isn't there a stack vent on the yes. roof? Well, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I Honestly, Maggie, I'm not positive. Because mm-hmm. when I looked this up, I found a whole different kind of stack system. Oh, now, sure. if you want to learn more about venting a toilet, 
you go to hammerpedia.com. Hammerpedia.com is really good. I've used them a bunch in a different situations. You can use hammerpedia.com and type in your problem. And if you type in how to vent a toilet, mm-hmm. first thing that comes up, it'll lay it all out there. That Maybe that's a good direction. I don't know. But I, this is where some of my knowledge as, you know, a maintenance technician who did mostly, you know, tenants right. really does have a glaring hole in here, right? Like I can only help you up to a point. And if I haven't had a direct issue myself, I may not have had that being said. But now I'm going to go hunting for that information and Mm. see if I can find it. But as of right now, I don't think I have enough to give that a definitive answer. So, motherfucker, I don't get an oatmeal cookie (laughs) this week. I don't get one. But that being said. And I have a question. Yeah, Maggie. So she was talking about her overflow drain isn't connected and it's just draining down. Yeah. Is there any way to connect that without, like, removing the tub? See, See, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you can get through the crawl space. You can. Mm-hmm. But you know, but that's the same. The reason why I didn't really touch on that too much is because it's kind of the same thing as the vent itself. Yeah. Like I, I suspect there is a vent. I suspect there is. If she is saying, "Oh, there isn't," I, I suspect that somewhere it is. I think it's disc. Anything always disconnected. Mm-hmm. Where I, I don't know where you are. Are You in a high earthquake area where maybe it could. I mean, if you're in a crawl space, you're probably not. But right. like, I'm trying to think like where. It, it, maybe you're in a space where you've had your land shifted and you've had disconnected pipes. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like a little bit perplexed by some of it. But I would definitely get underneath a crawl space. And I would say you want to get either someone who knows enough. enough. Mm-hmm. Like if I saw it, I might be able to walk myself through it. Or someone who is a professional who does this stuff all the time. I yeah. think one of those two answers. Boy, Maggie... But I think that does answer the question of, like, can we do this ourselves? And it's kind of like, oh, most likely not. Very true. (laughs) You know, every once in a while when we are getting a question like this, I really wish we had more. This is a call out to every single person listening to this podcast. I know we have professionals who listen. Mm -hmm. I know we have professionals who would help. I would be up to someday having a list of people we can call to help people. Yeah. Um, I think that that would be really cool to have like guests on who are oh, yeah. professional plumbers, professional electricians, professional contractors, and maybe we just outsource some of these questions every once in a while and then have them come on the air and we talk to them on live. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really fun. If you are out there, let's make it happen. Us. Send us emails, send us texts, text us at what number, Maggie? 608-205-8768. And um, we'll see if we can get in contact with making that happen. Make a list of people we can reach out to if we need to. Yeah. There's enough people out there and there's no we reason. We know you're there. Yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah. And if you, ever ha- if you ever listen to a question and you've had the problem yourself and you might have a suggestion, text us. Yeah. Text us at that same number. We will get that information to the people that we are trying to help. Okay. All that being said, we did the best we could. I hope that helped kind of. Okay. <laughs> now, next question, please. I have a startup. My name is Erin. My pronouns are many and all. I just have an inquiry about something that's been going on lately. So me and my partner built pretty much a screened-in porch using our carport, but the metal frame that we use for it is constantly being peed on by our dogs and is now rusting up. How do we take care of the rust in the best way we can? Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, Manny, can you pull that up a little bigger? We are just like looking at some photos right now and we're trying to really see what's happening. Oh, wow. That's a that's a lot of rust. I'm guessing 
I'm guessing here, Maggie, you can fill me in. You're a dog owner. I'm not necessarily a current dog owner. I, I haven't had dogs since I was on the farm. So I'm going to ask some questions, Maggie. Is there any behavioral thing that we can do here to help prevent this problem to some extent? Or is this a pure like maintenance question here? I mean, I definitely, you know, obviously it's both because you want to fix the rust, but then you want to prevent the dogs from peeing there. You know, I do a little bit of, I've had many dogs and did training with them, though I am not a trainer. There's like two options that you have for preventing the dogs from peeing on it. And that is blocking off the area so they can't access it. Because I'm assuming it's male dogs too. They're like lifting their leg and, and marking the area. So having like a little fence or like area where they they just can't access that anymore the other thing is behaviorally like training them to go out into the yard to pee there so basically you would just have to either have them leashed up or be out there with them consistently for a little while and every time they go try to go over there redirect them and give them a treat when they pee in the right area and you want to like encourage them to pee elsewhere so it might be you take them out on leash you take them across the yard where you want them to pee, you let them pee, and you reward them for that behavior. And, and basically just do that consistently enough that they they stop going over that area to pee. It's not going to prevent them forever and ever, you know, but it, it can help reduce it, especially if they get used to peeing in a certain area and, and they get rewarded for peeing in the area. They will go over there more consistently. But, yeah, you definitely want a little bit of both because if it they keep peeing there it's just going to keep happening yeah i mean this is th- th- there's a lot going on here so i'm looking at this photo matt can you blow it up a little bit more so i can really see the specific color of the rust here yeah it looks like there's a mixture of white and red corrosion for those who don't know mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of different kinds of rust there's black rust red rust and white rust they all mean different things mm-hmm. white rust is most commonly on playground cheaper zinc Sure. Like, and red rust is going to be super duper common with almost everything else, right? Yeah. And black rust, we're not even going to talk about because it's so gosh darn rare. You don't see it too often. But in this instance, I think that it's probably a combination of those two. It looks like, it looks like it's like not like a super cheap metal. So I'm going to think, I don't know off the top of my head what kind of metal that is, but I would replace it. I would say here, I would try to get something that's not going to rust. And if you're in a budget and you're not able to, I mean, you're still going to spend a lot of elbow grease and a lot of time mm-hmm. trying to make this anti-rust. You can put a little rust linoleum and all that stuff on it you want. You, there's a lot of stuff that will yeah. prevent rust. But to me, it's not going to solve the problem because right. the rust is already there and you need to clean it so gosh darn well without it really continuing mm-hmm. to cause a problem. I would get yourself some type of metal that's not going to rust. Now, if you got dogs, you probably don't want to go aluminum, but, but aluminum is not going to uh, rust, right? Mm-hmm. But galvanized steel would oh, probably sure. be your best bet. I don't know if you, this is replaceable. I don't know if that you're able to have that, but galvanized steel would be my best anti-corrosion route here. Maggie, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, the first thing that came to mind was even like the tricks of like Coca-Cola. Have you ever tried that? Yeah. Does that yeah. work for you? Uh, does Coca-Cola actually, I mean. Yeah, Remove rust? I, <laughs> I will say this. I think I think that Coca-Cola does fine. I mean, it's not really, it's, it doesn't really do the job. You want to, 
not only do you want it to eat away through the rust, right? You you also want it to restore the metals. Mm. And you're not going to do that with Coca-Cola. Right, yeah. Right, Coca-Cola will actually have, I think it has like that like bubbly stuff that's in it. I, I think that actually causes long-term damage to it, too. I'm not mm. really quite sure. I could talk about carbonation? My, I think it does. Mm. What I will throw it out there, uh, if there's a fucking scientist out there, is Hank Green is listening. <laughs> Hank Green, if you're listening, first of all, how you doing, buddy? Second of all, uh, fuck you, dude. Help me here. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know enough about rust science. And it does CLR. Would that work? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think so. I, don't I thought think the so. R stood for rust. Uh, Maggie, go ahead. <laughs> Maggie was going to anyways. I don't I don't know. Um, I forgot what the, the calcium, lime, and R. Right? That's what CLR stands for? Yeah, calcium, lime, and rust remover. Okay, I guess rust. <laughs> I've never used CLR for rust. Oh, I've okay. used other restoration yeah, products. Like, definitely for like lime buildup. Okay. I, but it does say it is. I don't have any remover. products that I, I thought in my head I would recommend. Maggie's coming in hot, red hot with fucking CLR. <laughs> um, apparently the R stands for rust. Well, who the fuck knew? <laughs> Besides everyone else out there, probably. <laughs> um, but that being said, there's all, there's tons yeah. of restoration rust stuff out there. You can Google it; you'll find it. I'm I'm I figure that you know that already. If you're asking this question, mm-hmm. I figure that you already know there's stuff out there who can eat away at that rust and save it. I think it's probably a little bit un. I think the reason why you're asking is it's a little unbarred, and you're not sure, like under. It's nothing you're going to do is fix it in it is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty beat up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know for sure. It's really hard to tell by this angle. I think if you were right down flat next to it and you looked at it and it was all rusted through and it looked like it was tearing apart. Like there were holes in the metal. Yeah. Then I would yeah. start saying you need to say screw that shit. But I would say got a nice deal. That would be what I would do. Yeah. Or and that a copper. Would it help to paint the rust-oleum? Is well, that what you called it? Yeah, is that yeah. a paint? Yeah. I mean, you could use kills. Yeah. So try to clean it up the mm-hmm. best you can with what any type of restoration, CLR apparently. And then you can paint what we would do is kills. Kills will go on top the of that. primer. Yeah. It's like a primer, but it specifically will protect rust, right? And then you can paint on top of that, and that could help, right? Mm-hmm. But galvanized steel, I'm telling you, I think that's the route to go. I know that's going to be a little pretty penny, and redoing it probably isn't fun for you. But you can get them to use their cold saw. And to cut it down for you at most hardware stores. If you have a specific mm-hmm. length that you need, right? If you go to a hardware store and if you ask them if they got a cold saw that they can cut it up with, they, there should be no problem. Sure. You know what a cold saw is? Uh, it's is a badass it saw. Is the what same it is. as like a wet saw? Yeah, I think so. I, if okay. you mean a saw that like sprays water yeah. on the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy, those things fucking cool. <laughs> They're cool. I fucking love cold saws. Yeah. They're fucking scary uh, if you're not used to them for the first time. But boy, That's they're funny. cool. I love them. You know, I, I used to just like get metal sometimes on my brakes. And I would just like say, oh, you know, I could use a, a piece of metal this you size. You this for me. Yeah. And I would just like, you just like push the thing down and it does all the thing for nice. you. And it just, the way that that water, oh my God, it was so sexy. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking loved watching that saw get all wet when it's cutting up that fucking metal. <laughs> All that grinding noise. Oh, I was having a great time. <laughs> Anyways, we're having uh, some adult time here at the studio. <laughs> that being said, I think that's about it. Yeah. And I, think I think that's what I got. I wish I had more in this one, too. Yeah. But I honestly think I, I, I think you're you could be there all day, every day trying to be trying to change the behavior of a pupper. Yeah. Or trying to 
you know, solve a problem there. I think, I mean, another thing, no, you don't want wood. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think you're better off with got a nice deal. If, yeah. if that doesn't work, call back and we'll see if we can do something else for you. Yeah, I think it's mostly about prevention because that, oh, man. When once dogs start peeing on everything, they're just gonna keep peeing yeah, on I, it, and it's just gonna get so do, bad. Do you think that replacing it with galvanized steel would actually help to replace that, fix that problem too? Do you think replacing it so, is actually the route to go? Yeah, we made our own fence at our house with a steel like cattle gate, and our dogs pee on it all the time, and it's totally fine. Like it's it has never had any issues, and hmm. it doesn't get rusted or anything. Okay, steel. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Galvanized steel is what I uh, once. I don't know what the kind of metal there. What kind of metal did they say? It was it something like car or something? Right. Uh, it's for a carport. I don't know oh. that they oh, said yeah. what kind of metal it is, but um, it doesn't look like galvanized steel. No, it does not. No, I mean it wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, it wouldn't be doing Cause, that. Because I mean, the steel is is a lot more silver than that, and that looks kind of like brown yeah. to start. Oh, and I also I would recommend don't painting galvanized steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this stuff that we're looking at right, right now, you could paint. I won't paint. But you wouldn't have steel. to paint the steel. No. Okay, there we go. That's, what, that's my answer. Galvanized steel. I don't know if that helps you. I hope it does. <laughs> well, Mercury's really on this whole like, eh, fucking hope. I don't know. I'm doing the best I could. Just doing the best you can. Why the fuck did you call me? No. <laughs> I'm like, oh, who the fuck am I? Just some chick on the internet thinking she knows more than you. That's hilarious. No, thank you for calling, though. I appreciate you calling and you asking that question. I really hope everything go- goes okay with your pupper. I hope their health is good. You know what I mean? Because that could also be an indication of health and stuff, too, right, Maggie? With puppers and stuff like that? I hope they're doing okay. I hope your puppies are doing good. Yeah, I, I would say it's probably just... That they're male dogs and they're marking their territory. Ooh, Maggie is sexist <laughs> against male dogs. You hear that? Maggie hates all male dogs. Well, that's what they do. They dogs. lift their leg and they spray. Like, oh, my dog does it all the time. He's such an asshole. <laughs> I mean, boys are all the same. We no can't take what a walk species. around the block without stopping every five seconds to spray everything. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Boy, I, I swear to God, no matter what species you got, boys yeah, are the worst. They are the worst. They, they are the worst. <laughs> hey, Matt, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I haven't been paying attention to what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, you're not spraying anywhere, are you? No. Okay, good. Just wanted to check in. Just wanted to make sure. Always got to make sure. I don't want to have to replace everything around your, your sound area with galvanized steel. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we ready for the next question? Yeah. Let's go. So this one is from, I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong, Micheline, she, her. We moved into an older home built in 1920, and it's in very good condition for the most part. Over the winter, we found out the hard way that some plumbing pipes were run outside through the garage. Of course, they burst, and we had to repair them. How do you keep pipes warm over the winter? If we try to move them inside, it would be so expensive. Thank you. Love you from Illinois. And my brother loves you from California. Installate, installate, installate. Boy, this is, was this on the surface? Is that what what it was? What is this again? They were outside. The pipes were oh, run sometimes. outside through the garage. Where are they located? Illinois. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Who did that? Who did this? Um, but I think it was built in 1920, so they... 
Okay. First and foremost, exposed pipe above the ground. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. Are you kidding? In Illinois. In (laughs) Illinois? I hope you were in like Carbondale. I hope you were all the way down in the the south of the fucking. Yeah. (laughs) I hope that you were barely Illinois, is what I'm trying to say. Because that's wild. Yeah. I will say, boy, the fact that it's not, it's one, I mean, honestly, uninstallated pipes, that's, that's rough. I will say this. You can actually prevent those problems if you have, by just running water constantly. Mm-hmm. If you run water constantly, you will, they would be way better off. Yeah. Right? Not great for your bill. Yeah. But even just like a little drip, drip, e- drip. Even a little drip can yeah. do it. I, I mean, sometimes a little more than a drip, depending. If it's outside <laughs> like that. Yeah. And you're hitting like negative 10 and 15 sure. degrees outside. I don't know. You might need a little bit more than a little drip. Yeah. But constant running water will definitely prevent that problem. Yeah. Insulated pipes, though, man. I I, I can't tell. They, they make sleeves. That will go on this stuff outside. It won't be necessarily cheap, though. Mm-hmm. To me, I almost wonder if this is a situation where, boy, there's grants and shit. Yeah. That will help take a home that's older and update it. Whether I don't know it. how the, to me, it's like invested interest. Yeah. So I would say your city planner is a great person to contact and be like, hey, what the fuck do we do here? Yeah, that like, can't be code though, right? That like, can't be. That can't, that can't be. be. I every once in a while when we get a question like this, I'm like, someone's fucking with me, right? <laughs> that could not have passed. Yo, like I'm missing something. <laughs> Either I'm a bonehead and I'm missing something completely, yeah. or this is fucking wrong. This is wrong. Yeah, this is not right. I. This is why I thought I heard you say Illinois, and a part of me is like, there's no fucking way this is in <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like like Southern California yeah. or fucking like Texas or Arizona. Yeah, you know, not fucking Illinois. Yeah, that's crazy. Fuck, if I heard this in Indiana, I would be confused. Yeah, you know, but Illinois, Jesus. Yeah. So but, I guess I mean, it is such an old home. I wonder if there is some kind of like I, I would say there, may, there might be a grant that yeah. you can apply for that will update it for you. The city planner might have some suggestions for you. There's a maybe a city building inspector, you know, anything like that. And if you are in a small, small town, I don't know. Did they say if they're in a big, small town or not? I don't think they, they did. did not. If you're in a really small town, uh, there's probably, probably still some type of resources that you mm-hmm. can do. Sometimes county-wise, there'll be a resource that you can reach out to that will kind of give you some of a guidance in that route. If I, I, Another suggestion is, are you the only old house in this whole area? Because oh, they're, be. your neighbors gotta have a tip or two what they do specifically for right. their but you can get sleeves and things and installate that pipe and i also think it got it it has to go underneath the ground yeah i eventually. i i i just that, that blows my fucking mind that you would have it running above in illinois like that without it being if it's in the ground yeah. and you're insulated and you're doing all that good good jazz stuff it's already better off right right so like it i i think that might be a route that i would go but it's going to cost you some money, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's going to not be cheap route to go. Maggie, what do you think? Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah, I I just feel like this is the third time you've been like, yeah, it's not going to be cheap. Yeah, no, no, no. Again, this is why when Ziggy... This is the expensive episode. Yeah, that, this is like the ching-ching. Matt, can we name this the ching-ching episode? Can we put the like the, the sound effect from the song by Pink Floyd? 
But don't, but don't play Pink Floyd here because we don't need to get sued by Pink Floyd, okay? But if we don't have money playing in the background in some way, Matt, what I'm trying to say is can you do a, a cheap rendition of that sound that doesn't sound too much like that sound? Um, but also like works. <laughs> the fact that I just call the song a sound means uh-huh. I'm on TikTok too fucking much. Yeah. Um, Matt. Yes, I can do that. You I can, can do, do this. You can somehow make all that happen. I can, yes. Okay, Matt is the musical genius. Okay, I gotta listen to this. Whatever he did that's playing right now on repeat, who knows, is so good, immaculate. He has paid for his own job ten times over. But anyways, that being said, I feel like I give him a heart attack every week. I feel like every week when I'm fucking around with Matthew, I'm like, I... She gave me another fucking job. <laughs> okay. But all that being said, this is an expensive episode. Uh, yeah. And I keep leaning back on like, I'm going to get a professional buddy. But you, yeah. honestly, I don't know. I, I big problems. Yeah. I mean, this one's not, this one's not my favorite one. But I, I also think it could be cheaper too, depending on what it is. You know your area better than anybody. Plumbers will know their area better than anybody. Yeah. What you could do is... A- also ask for a quote get a quote get a professional to come out and ask them what they would do mm-hmm. and then you look into how, doing that route that they wanted to do yeah and then you see what the pros and cons are could you diy this fucker i don't think you can yeah i don't think you can diy this because i think if you're dealing with code and shit you're not going to be mm-hmm. able to yeah but if you're able to fucking see what the cost is and the scenario is not going to get you in trouble yeah and i'm curious the route that you said about talking to the neighbors because i wonder if this like was done a long time ago before that stuff was code but long long time ago you know does anybody else in the neighborhood have issues like this you know like why it's just such an odd thing yeah a city planner i want to go to the city planner yeah i you know right now it's july you got mm, four months, probably yeah. five months. I mean, <laughs> depending on where you are in Illinois, you got at least two months or you got five months. It really does. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you're flipping. No, the Midwest is wild. But all that being said, get now. Yeah. I, after yeah. you listen to this podcast, listen to the whole podcast in, in length. Okay. Okay. Make sure that you really make it all the way to the end. Make sure you make, <laughs> listen to all the way to the end of the podcast. And then once the podcast is done, listen to the previous week's podcast and then listen to the, the third week's podcast. And then you can call. Really help our numbers. Is what what really counts for us is downloads. So if you could like download it on like three or four different devices. Yeah, download right. on all your devices. You, you don't even have to listen uh, to it. Yeah, Just don't download even, it. You don't need to listen. Who cares? <laughs> You don't need to listen to the podcast. Just download it every week. Uh, and do me a favor. Uh, download every single episode. Once that's done, then you can call the city planner. <laughs> All that being said, I think that was pretty good. I think that was good for what we can do. Yeah. May you had anything else to throw in there? No, I think that was pretty thorough. Matt, are we ready to just answer the last question for the day, buddy, and just hang up our G-string? I mean, Jesus Christ. I think we're ready. Hey, Mercury, I recently moved into a house that is about 100 years old, and I want to replace the door frames. They are incredibly ugly, and I want to put something that looks better. However, oh, yeah, a cheap thing. This however, is gonna be so, I don't know this is gonna be so if cheap. they used any lead paint on those doors God damn or it. the frames. Is there an easy solution to test, and what should I do if there's lead paint on the door? I just... <laughs> 
I just want an easy one. <laughs> the first question of the episode <laughs> was the only was one. so good. It set me up. I was so confident. And now I am like, why? Why? Uh, okay. How do you? Okay. Okay. Let's back up. I, I, the first thing I can say right now is that you can just get a lead test kit from a yeah. hardware store. Okay. Yeah. And then send it in. If you're talking a really old home, it's no way it ain't lead. Yeah. Do you know mm, what I mean? I hundred mean, years old. Oh yeah. God! When you said a hundred years old, and then the next thing was um, lead, I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost guaranteed. Yeah, if it's old enough, especially because like many of the top layers aren't, but that bottom layer. <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing: is back in the day, I think still now, what they do is they they, they literally tell you to just it's better off to cover it up than yeah. it is. You know, you don't. You shouldn't even sand that fucking shit mm-hmm. down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I am restoring antique stuff, right? Like when I'm working on things, mm-hmm. I gotta wear respirators on whatever I'm trying to restore because they oh, use lead paint sure. on fucking everything. Yeah. You know, so you gotta be really careful and smell how you do all this. Here's the good news, though. Lead has such a historic precedent of of being terrible for people, right? Same with asbestos, almost. Every single location I'm aware of in the United States will have some type of thing that you can apply for some type of financial aid oh, to remove sure. it. Now, sometimes, you know, I don't know how small these funds were getting, but I know back when I was doing much more of this stuff, mm-hmm. the funds were pretty de- decent, but not a lot of people would buy into it. Not a lot of people would apply for it. So sure. you could try it. It might take you a little bit, though. But if they're, I think they said the door jams falling apart and stuff, too, right? Like, the, like they need to replace it, but they weren't sure kind of thing. Just that they're incredibly ugly. They're really ugly. That's what it yeah. is. Well, you know, hey, I'd rather have ugly than have bad lungs is all I'm yeah. saying. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I, I think don't mess with it. Don't mess with it until you know for sure. Mm-hmm. Do multiple tests. That's going to cost you like, I think it's like 50 bucks a pop for each test. But if you're removing the door frame, you're not having to sand down or anything, right? You're just like removing the whole. So wait, you're, you're, wait, you th- so what you're saying is just replace the whole j- jab, the door yeah, jab. Yeah, the door. Yeah, they want to replace the whole door frame. Take take the old door frame out, put a new one in. Then I would still do the test and stuff so you know what to right. wear. Right. Replace then then rip the fucking thing out and put a new one in. Yeah. And, you know you just did that, Maggie. Just by the way, this is the most wild fucking story <laughs> I ever seen, I've heard of Maggie and. Her wonderful husband, Nick, um, who is the most lesbian cisgender <laughs> man I've ever met in my entire life. Sweet guy. He's so loving. There's no way he's a man. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> sorry, Matthew. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> but all that being said, he found a door set, like a whole jam a and everything. Door with window window sets on the side. This was a four to $5,000 door? $4,000 door. $4,000 door. He got it for what price, Maggie? Three hundred. Because there's a few nicks in it, and the glass was milky in one foggy. spot. That was yeah. it. That was it. But it fit our our frame perfectly. It's a little wider than our our. Uh, so, but yeah, he did it all. And himself. I was in Menards this weekend, yeah. right? I was in Menards, which is a local hardware store for the Midwest folks. But if you're anywhere else, it just sounds like I said Menards. But that being said, <laughs> Menards. Uh, I went there this weekend. And I saw a door frame that was gorgeous, Aww. like a whole thing for like maybe two fifty. 
Wow. And it was probably like a thousand dollars. So this is a problem I think that happens a lot. <laughs> I think people fuck up door frames. Yeah. And then they don't know how to sell them. Yeah. And then they have to like give them discount. So I would say go to your fucking local hardware store. Yeah. And poke around. And you might find something for a pretty good fucking price. Or Habitat Humanity. Yeah. If you can get, if you go to a local Habitat Humanity store, if there is one next to you or close to you, there is one in Madison. That's why we bring it up. Boy, will they have doors. They got Mm -hmm. shit up the wazoo when it comes to cabinetry, doorways, et cetera. So don't don't count that. They're a good resource. They really are a good resource. You won't know what you will find there. Also, sometimes Craigslist will have some random shit. Like people are getting rid of old stuff. (laughs) <laughs> but I will say this. I think that even if you got a door jam that isn't like the prettiest thing in the world, but it can mm-hmm. replace that, the lead one right now, I think that's about to go. Yeah. Anything that just gets you up and out of the way. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think that's your phone. My phone? It works down here now. <laughs> was it my phone? Yeah. This whole time I looked at Maggie like she was the problem. No, I turned my phone on silent. That's so funny. <laughs> the, my phone was ringing and I looked at Maggie like you picked the fucking phone up. And I'm m- looking at you like uh, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> everybody was my phone. Oh, Maggie, uh, I missed a, f- a phone call from a telemarketer. Oh, God. Shit, Maggie. At least God you're damn. getting phone calls down here I now. Was re- <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You guys got to listen to the after show pre-show to know what we're talking about. But I've been having a problem with Maggie where, where no one can call me or I can't text anyone in any location of our studio. But also like at home and I just can't. Maggie took my phone for one second and figured it out so fast. <laughs> this is why I'm not the trans IT lady. I'm not. <laughs> That's what you have me for. This is what I got you for to be my, <laughs> to help fill my deficit. But all that being said, I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, lead paint door frame. Oh yeah, you're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> just cut that shit out. Yeah, just, cut, just go for it. What the worst is gonna happen? <laughs> gonna lose a few years on this earth? That doesn't sound like a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> but all of that being said, I I think we gave you a pretty good route to go in. I yeah. I say go that route. Be cautious. Don't go. Even when you take the the sample off, mm. wear a respirator, yeah. wear goggles, wear gloves, because as soon as you chip away at it, it exposes that potential lead. Right. And here's the thing. Even if it's not lead, even if it isn't, wear a fucking respirator when you do all this work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, as someone who literally has lung problems mm-hmm. right now, and mm-hmm. I am not as good as about, about wearing a respirator as I should be, wear a respirator. Because you still have all that all that sawdust and everything in the air. Yeah. This is the best advice I've ever got when I was working in the industry. Someone was working on electrical with me. And he turned to me and he said, do you know it, it's off? And I said, yeah, I know it's off. Don't act like it's off. Mm-hmm. Always treat it like it's hot. Yeah. Always treat it like that. what you're working on can hurt you. Yeah. Always treat it like it has lead, like it has asbestos. Like water is on, mm-hmm. like the electrical is running, like the blade is exposed. Always treat it like what you're doing is literally the most dangerous thing you could do. Yeah. Because you, that is having respect for what you're working with. Never go in it underselling how long it's going to take you. Mm-hmm. Never go in it to thinking it's going to be a rush job. And never go into it without respect for safety. Yeah. If you do all three of those things, you'll be okay. And those are the best things I could tell anyone in this field or anyone doing this as like on their own DIY because 
Accidents yeah. happen, and yeah. I'm telling you right now, if you're always trying to save money and do DIY stuff, you know what's not fucking cheap? Medical bills in the United States. <laughs> so oh, I would rather yeah. I would rather you spend a lot of money on PPE than yeah. spending any money on your health that will long-term affect you. So yeah, just be careful, sure. be smart, and remember, you're worth the time it takes to take care of your health, okay? Mm. Now, all that being said, I think that was the last question of the day, it right? It was. Thank yes. God this episode's <laughs> over. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, you know, so glad I came back for this one. <laughs> yeah, Maggie. I, I just want you to know, Maggie, I was having so much fun filling our weird haphazard shows when you were gone. And I was just making things happen. And I was like reading about history. I was doing great, Maggie. You come back instantly. Make I you know do work. shit. Yeah. Make me do work. How dare I? God damn it. Make me do work. Uh, that's so funny. Maggie, I love you. Uh, Matthew, I love you. I hope that both of you had a good time on this episode. Yeah, I hope all of you are having a good time on this episode. Now, remember, you can pre-order my book right now by going to the link in the bio or my website, mercurystardust.com, and you can pre-order Safe and Sound, A Renter's Guide to Home Maintenance. It's available on August 22nd, but if you pre-order it right now, that helps us a lot. We are going for the 50,000 pre-orders before the the, the date We're comes. halfway there. And we're halfway there. And we are pretty close to announcing the location and dates of all the book tour stuff. We're getting there. We're getting there. So we all the the all the cities and states are announced at mm-hmm. this point on my Instagram. But as far as like like the actual stories, yeah, we're still working on some stuff. Maggie is putting basically the finishing bows on everything that we're doing. We're very close to being done. Now we just got to get the uh, a little bit more done on another side, and then we're good to go. So that being said, remember, look into that information on my Instagram and my website, mercurystardust.com. And remember, you're worth the time it takes to learn a new skill. Take care. Bye-bye. The theme song was created by Rody Walker. Questions were picked up by our production assistant, Ziggy. A big thank you to our executive producer, Basil. And this podcast was recorded and edited by Matthew Allen Hag. Thank you for listening. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode of the Handyman Hotline, you can listen to an even longer version by supporting us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon, $10 or more, you'll be able to get an extra long 30 to 45 minute section every single week. Isn't that amazing? More of me and Maggie. Wow! So thank you so much for all those who already support us, and you too can support us and listen to more on our Patreon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Grab your head.